Hello! Welcome to The Tita Project, a podcast with Din and Tita K where we talk about the curiosities and concerns of the titas of today. This is where we figure things out one chica at a time. Let's more than just survive, let's thrive. Don't forget to share us with your friends. Hello everyone, I'm Tin. I'm Tita K. Today, let's talk about the big scary monster under the bed that we all know as trauma. Trauma! <laughs> we have so many questions like, do all traumas have to be major disasters to be considered a traumatic event? Is it true that many of our decisions and reactions in life are trauma responses? Why is there a refusal or reluctance to discuss traumas and how do we heal from our traumas? Lucky for you, <laughs> lucky for us, we have a very knowledgeable resource person, Noreen, or teacher Yen Bilarmino Nikolic. She is a trauma-informed yoga practitioner and educator who started yoga as a spiritual practice back in 2008. With a Bachelor of Science degree in psychology, Yen has a long-standing involvement with women's human rights advocacy in the Philippines. A staunch advocate of yoga and other healing practices, she is creating awareness for these practices not only to be trauma-informed but also accessible to the marginalized and disadvantaged population. So, 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 let's go MFO! Game, let's start! Our guest for today is Teacher Yen, a trauma-informed yoga practitioner and educator certified as an advanced provider by the U.S.-based Center for Yoga and Trauma Recovery. Teacher Yen is also an experienced registered yoga teacher and continuing education provider with Yoga Alliance. Currently, she is also an in-training certified healthcare musician using the harp as her main instrument under Therapy Harp Training Program Australia. She's an ethical vegan, loves playing tennis, and currently exploring art meditation through watercolor painting, gesture drawing, and journaling. Welcome to the podcast teacher, Yen! Ayana! Woohoo! Hello, good evening, Carrots and Teen. Ang haba ng introduction. <laughs> Please stand. <laughs> Let our response be. <laughs> Oh, thank you for inviting me. This is a very good opportunity, like you said, to talk about trauma. <laughs> oh, we, we, lo we love trauma. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Yeah, we're super happy that you're here. We always start our episode with an origin story. So how did you get started on yoga, finding healing through yoga, and then, you know, which all led to you becoming a trauma-informed yoga practitioner and educator? Yeah, uh, maybe carrots already know this, but it's actually Ensogo. <laughs> Are you familiar with that? Like all those, like 2018, like everyone was like into this uh, discount coupons online. Mm, yeah, so it was actually yes. that. <laughs> so it was actually that uh, during that time, uh, I, I saw this, uh, you know, like, uh, an offer online and it was actually an unlimited yoga class offering for two weeks in a yoga studio near my place uh so what i said why not uh maybe this was uh 2009 if i remember it correctly but during that time i am already meaning uh, subconsciously or consciously uh somehow looking for a type of healing from what I am not even sure then what was that I was feeling. Because you know, it's like you're just going through some moments of emptiness and numbness and that feeling of aloneness, I guess, during that part of my life. It's not that, you know, it's like there's just a lot of going ons in my life during that then or during that time. It's like work, relationships and like finances. Pero siguro like my brain is in denial that I am not okay then. Thus, I am just pretending to be all composed, this strong woman, and I'm okay, and just finding something different. And that's something very different from me because I'm not really into movement. <laughs> for some, <laughs> for some, 
<laughs> for someone who's advocating movement now, pero I'm not into that. So like, give me a couch, give me a book, and I'm the happiest. Paraganan. Pero during that time, I think like I just yeah, I think yoga just found me in 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 that kind of you know opportunity. So I took that opportunity. Little that I know that yoga will really turn my life upside down. May shake pa yung side to side pa yung shake niya. Hindi lang upside down. So during that time, I was actually working uh, as a full-time uh, non-governmental organization, uh, working particularly on violence against women. And I think that was already uh, mentioned in the introduction. Uh, the issue that I uh, that the organization where I was working with is uh, specific on sex trafficking and prostitution. But of course, you know, so like all of these issues are connected to each other. So you also have like domestic violence and many other issues there. It was actually a dream work for me during that time because being a psychology graduate and took up some, you know, like women's studies as my graduate program it's 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 it was actually a very good opportunity where i found some kind of intention although the job was quite demanding uh because of you know like constant exposure to narratives of violence and abuse sabi nga nila it's not really for the faint-hearted because <laughs> nga lagi kang exposed mm-hmm. sa ganun diba so it took its toll on me Perhaps then that mm. I, I guess, like I said, it's not that I recognize that. Because dapat hindi, dapat parang I I have that uh, mentality mentality then that I should not feel uh, that that I'm okay because what ano bang problema mo compared sa problema ng madame parang ganon yung yung uh, the the way that I'm uh, maybe thinking during that time although i find myself getting sickly and lethargic most of the time then like lagi ako may sakit like every month may sakit ako so i apart from that i feel always angry agitated and tired most of the time but my boss then introduced me to a lot of several healing modalities uh and, and mindfulness practices during that time and that was also the start of me exploring practices. But another intention of this exploration, apart from, you know, for myself, was to come up with healing practices that we can share among the women survivors. Because during that time, it is really just, well, even now, it is really hard to access uh, like, mm-hmm. like professional therapy for the women, uh, especially for the survivors. So we were really trying to find some type of healing modalities that we can integrate to the already healing program that is already set up in the organization or within the organization. But, you know, just like I said a while ago, diba, shinake nga ako ng yoga. <laughs> so yoga absolutely may, <laughs> may change my life's direction. So after my first teacher training in 2013, while the universe set me up for this unknown adventure, I found myself ending relationships, left work, and actually I went to India to further my yoga studies. At ito pa, I only have 22,000 pesos in my bank account. <laughs> so, nanghiram ako. <laughs> nanghiram ako. Kailangan kong kumain, kailangan kong pumunta. So, parang there's really this 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 call uh, that mm-hmm. that uh, I, I can't really shake off parang ganon. so mm-hmm. i so i went so i because i ended everything it's like that's my rock bottom so saan pa ba ako pupunta diba? so wala mm-hmm. I, I just kind of you know listen i guess to the to the universe mm-hmm. so well to make the long story short fast forward to 2017 uh I saw an article online. So naging yoga teacher naman ako. I was uh, I was actually part of the the founder of the AV108 yoga school. So together with mm-hmm. with uh, my now husband uh, John that uh, siya, sa kanya ako nang hiram. Binayaran ko na siya. Pinakasalan <laughs> <laughs> mo pa. Uh, pinakasalan ko pa. So nabayaran ko na siya ng utang ko. Yeah. So why trauma informed so fast forward 2017 i saw an article online the title was the role of yoga in healing trauma 
it was published actually by by NPR yeah and mm-hmm. in that article uh, I saw a word and the word was trauma sensitive yoga this really caught mm. my attention it brought me back to my original intention why i did my first yoga teacher training in the first place it's always at the back of my mind it's like how can i how can i go back to 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 the survivors to the women but i cannot find any opportunity to actually do that so when when the word trauma sensitive yoga came out Parang naging balisa ako. It's like I really, it's like I really want to know it. So it it brought back that intention to to bring healing to survivors. Yeah. So on that day itself, I was in Australia. Then I ordered books and started reading about it, which brought me to taking an almost two year program to become the certified advanced trauma informed yoga provider under the Center for Yoga and trauma recovery so that's kind of like my introduction to that and mm-hmm. and because of that this also led in the integration of uh you know trauma-informed uh, uh modules in our uh 200 hours foundational trainings and also at the same time i also pioneered a 30-hour trauma-informed training course here in the philippines through the ab 108 yoga school but the thing is, this is not only a continuing education program for yoga teachers, for me. It is actually more than that. In making, uh, it, it, It's more like an advocacy platform. I, I, I use it as an advocacy platform to promote and advocate for more trauma-informed yoga teachers, for trauma-informed yoga spaces, like trauma-informed healing interventions and services, a more nervous system informed way of knowing ourselves and understanding each other so ngayon uh, we also have uh, a program called uh, surya project where we actually bring more trauma-informed uh, yoga to the communities to the shelters and hopefully this also paved way for me to you know, it keeps on opening up more opportunities for me to explore the mm-hmm. depth and breadth mm-hmm. of the yoga practice as a tool for healing and empowerment. Not just in a, as a trauma-informed educator, but I'm I'm directing towards becoming a trauma-informed yoga therapist, where I can work in a more specialized way using the tools provided by the practice towards a more, you know, holistic well-being and human flourishing. So, so that's my kwento. <laughs> <laughs> and I thank you. And world peace. Yes, world peace. <laughs> Next contestant. <laughs> no, yeah, it's great. Um, there was a meme online. I don't know. I think it was on Kabalastubong. Um, something like, uh, parang, heal ako ng heal ng inner child ko. Wala na akong pera. <laughs> Most of these healing modalities True. indeed cost money, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. True. Other than that, we saw a reel on Instagram where this transformational coach says all personalities are trauma responses, which I kind of believe. Like everything's a trauma response after attending your thirty-hour mm-hmm. program. Ah, everything's a trauma response. I'm just a walking, talking <laughs> yeah. bunch of trauma responses. <laughs> Is it true that who we are? How we view the world and how we want to be seen in the world is a result of our traumas. He, uh, like you said, diba? Parang, uh, there's really a validity with that statement. But I, I, I want to answer this in uh, using these two points of view. Uh, the first point of view is the neurological perspective. And uh, like I said, in the neurological perspective, there must some validity on that statement since part of our personalities are characteristics based on our patterns and habits diba so our stress trauma responses play a big part in the development of these patterns and habits that we use in our day-to-day dealings diba marami tayo mga uh, trauma responses that was useful for us then, like when, maybe when we were a child, but then there was no process of releasing it or healing it. And then daladala pa rin natin siya in our adulthood that it might not be helpful for us in our adult situation or circumstances. Therefore, it becomes maladaptive. But the patterns are the same. 
May bit-bit pa tayo from our childhood. May mga bit-bit. Yun yung mga yes. childhood baggage. Yun yung mga baggage. Yun yung hinihil na mahal. <laughs> yes. That's why I said it might be valid in in that perspective because we are creating that that you know that that pattern in in our uh, brain as well as in our behavior it it reflects in our behavior thus perhaps that's why uh, the, the 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 real mention that all our personalities are a result of the trauma responses but on the other hand i also want to look at it from the yogic perspective personalities from the yogic perspective, kasi, personalities are part of what we call in Sanskrit the prakriti or nature. And one very dominant quality of nature is that it is impermanent. It is ever-changing. Diba? So in yoga philosophy, to answer the question, who am I? Sino ba tayo? Should not be based on that ever-changing quality of nature or personality. Because our personality, perhaps when we were at like twenty years old, might have changed now that we are in our forties, right? So even though there are patterns, maybe we, the patterns also changing because that's part, like I said, of the of of the nature according to the yogic perspective. But to understand uh, that that this is. Who am I based from the nature? Uh, baka naman kulang. Baka yun yung sinasabi ng, ng yogic philosophy. Because to understand uh, our inner self or to understand who we truly are must be based from the understanding or from the perspective of fullness. So bringing this back to the main question, yes, our traumas change the way we perceive ourselves. We perceive others and the world around us. But to limit ourselves and define ourselves based only from how we perceive our experiences with life, then perhaps it is not very helpful and facilitative of our deep healing and not very empowering. It's like, if, if, if we will look at it, let's use these two statements. One statement is, I have depression versus I am depressed. Yeah. So the first statement talks about me having a condition of depression. Every condition changed, right? So my depression can be changed by any other conditions. It could be a condition of joy. It could be a condition of peace. While the other statement, I am depressed, creates a mentality. It creates an attitude towards oneself. And this could create this following statement or a frame of mind saying, I am always like this because I am always depressed. Diba? Sasabihin natin yun. Kasi lagi akong depressed, kaya lagi akong ganito. Or I can maintain a good relationship because I am always depressed. And then, I can't do this because I am depressed. So depression becomes me. And that is not coming from the perspective of fullness. So it is very important to be mindful that the condition is separate from who we are. Like fundamentally. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Because like, diba, words are power. You're speaking it into truth. Yeah. So you're conditioning yourself by saying... Ang ganda-ganda ko. Ang ganda-ganda ko, grabe. <laughs> True, diba? Because there's power in language. And sometimes, the more that we say it to ourselves, then we believe it. So if we believe that we will always be limited in terms of, you know, because of the conditions that we are in, then the conditions will define us rather than us defining what condition we want to bring ourselves in. Ay, ganda nun! Oh my gods! Yeah, ang ganda. Parang do not personalize, di ba? Kasi yes. parang in own mo na, this is me. But yes. actually, it's not you. It's it's temporarily who you are. But if you realize na it's temporary, then you can ba, flip the script. Yeah, exactly. So, you've worked with both Eastern and Western approaches to healing. And based on your experience, are there cultural predispositions to trauma or is trauma the same for all, regardless of gender, ethnicity, nationality? Well, for me, as long as a person or as long as we have a well-functioning nervous system, we can experience trauma because no one is immune to it. And that is just a normal response 
to an experience or experiences that overwhelms our capacity to cope. And that's universal. Yun lang naman siya eh. It's, th- th- that's why it's very important to talk about trauma because it is important for us to understand that it is just a natural response of a healthy nervous system because it's making us safe. However, mm. we also have to consider the systemic conditions that surrounds us that making us more vulnerable to traumatic experiences. So, kunwari, uh, so, so when I say that, that mm. we have to, be, to consider the systemic conditions then, Yes, all of us experience trauma. Hindi hindi yan pinipili kung kung ikaw ba ay babae o lalaki. Oh, hindi ka special, kala mo ikaw lang. Oo. <laughs> exactly. Pero kailangan din nating maintindihan or tignan natin yung systemic condition that creates the situation or t- creates the traumatic experiences. So for example, ako ay brown skin, Asian woman who perhaps identify as a lesbian coming from a poor and unde- undeveloped country so because of those conditions i might experience more layers of discrimination that could possibly mm-hmm. impair my capacity to cope baka dahil colored ako then i will of course have that layer of discrimination i am a woman then i will also Diba? I will also experience mm-hmm. a layer of discrimination compared to perhaps okay. a more fairer-skinned heterosexual wo- woman who comes from a more developed country. Baka lang hindi parehas yung condition of discrimination that we are experiencing. This is not saying though that they do not experience trauma or chronic stress. Of course they do. But big part of understanding trauma is to also understand the systems that creates and maintain conditions of inequalities that results to individual traumatic experiences. Poverty is one. Racism, sexism, lahat na ng ism, <laughs> ageism, diba? So, it, 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 if you are within that context, then baka mas nagiging vulnerable lang tayo into that traumatic events that we experience and if it's too much then the tendency to be overwhelmed mas mataas lang diba if you're repeatedly exposed to such um like biases mhm ba iinis ka rin diba parang buong buhay ko ganito na ako exactly. so yeah mm-hmm. i get it yeah diba oh kasi parang hindi level yung playing field eh because one age, your color of skin, yeah. how wealthy or how poor you are. Diba? Parang it all impacts. Yeah, exactly. Kasi there are several studies nga, kunwari, even among children. Uh, let, let's just look on, for example, poverty. Yeah. Makikita talaga in terms of the even the brain development of a child that lives, you know, in an impoverished environment compared to a child that, you know, that, that uh, grow up in a more uh, secured uh, and, of course, well-nourished uh, environment, the development, like, literally of the brain is, is very different. Mas maliit talaga yung brain of a child that comes from, uh, you know, like a, a poor environment. So, syempre, papasok din dyan yung issues of, of abuse. Diba? Parang, they are more vulnerable, they are more vulnerable to, mm-hmm. to abuses the, 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 the kids or the children within that environment. So, mm-hmm. hindi natin sinasabi na hindi makaka-experience ng, ng any uh, any any stress yung bata na lumaki in a well-nourished family. But what we are saying is the vulnerability compounded the, the, the experience of trauma. There, yeah. That's the word. It compounds their experiences. So, ibalik natin muna yung usapan sa mga tita. Why are so many people unaware of their traumas or when faced with it why are people so afraid of it that they want to deny it or get away from it i think because there's so much shame and guilt and stigma attached to the word trauma uh it's been pathologized it's seen as abnormal and we don't want to feel outcast from the rest we fear being rejected because we are not okay 
hindi na nga tayo okay, rejected pa tayo, diba? <laughs> so, the most natural human... It's, it's compounded. Yeah, no? exactly. So, the thing is, the most natural human condition or the most natural human response becomes unacceptable. Ganun, siya, ganun yun yung nangyayari. Para tayong natutroma dahil may trauma tayo. <laughs> so, and, and, and that is why we need to talk more about this. And, and, and this spaces like this are very important to have more more safe spaces to discuss and not to fear the word itself. Kasi pati nga yung mm. word itself, mm-hmm. and this is actually um, uh, like, for example, when, when, when I use the term trauma-informed yoga, it's very conscious for me to, to use it as such kasi it, uh, one, it, it, it goes both ways. One, it creates uh, curiosity for those people who are, who are more open to discuss this. But there are people mm-hmm. who are so scared of the word itself that even when they will attend, like for example, a trauma-informed yoga class, then they don't even want to attend it because they they would think that they will ident- be identified as someone who have trauma and they don't want it, right? Like I get, for example, like, you know how tra- mm-hmm. uh, fr- tra- how yoga classes are labeled like power flow or vinyasa or mm-hmm. ashtanga, and then there's mm-hmm. like, for example, a trauma informed class, and then you see a friend, we we oh MFO, traumatized karen ba? <laughs> oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so and, and and many of you know, not not just on my on my trainings, but even those who are doing my my private classes, uh, would ask, can can we name it differently? Yeah. So mm. I mean and, and that's what I say to my to my students, na parang it's at the end of the day it, it will be, you know, your your intention. What is your mm. intention? What so is your intention? yeah, so so for me kasi my intention why I keep on telling putting it trauma-informed yoga out there. It's really, because it's an advocacy. I, mm. I really want to talk about it, like create safe spaces to talk about it. And that's that's part of the intention. So have, having said that, it, we have to create proper venues to understand what is trauma. It is not saying that everyone is traumatized at the end of the day. Baka naman talaga hindi, di ba? Huwag <laughs> <laughs> natin masyadong ipili. Do you judge agad? Ay, yan, oh, sungit may yan. Yan. Traumatized yan, sigurado. Oo, oh. oh, trauma yan. <laughs> Sa mano ugali yan, oh, may trauma yan. <laughs> traumatized yan. Oh. Hindi na, that's maybe because that many would do that or some would do that because of precisely don't understand where trauma is coming from or the manifestation of trauma, di ba? Hindi naman yung haunting na, na feeling sad ka lang, may trauma ba ako? Hindi naman siya ganun, <laughs> Kasi we have to understand the, the, the stress and trauma continuum. It, it, it's, it's actually a, 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 a long span of human responses uh, because of you know, the experiences that we go through in life. But uh, if ever we are traumatized because of these spaces that or safe spaces that we will be talking about it, then at least we will be guided with proper mm. and safe interventions and not yeah. just running around in survival mm. mode all the time. Or, or no, yung iba tatahimik na lang, this awkward silence. Yes, exactly. So, Diba? Para, para alam natin, ah, okay, ito yung manifestation. Baka naman meron ako. Then, we, we, diba? Ganun naman ang problem or issues for, for once. Like, we have to recognize that it's there. Then, we, we solve it. Because if not, then we will never, it will always be just repressed. Mm-hmm. And, and hindi natin alam kung paano siya mawawala. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, man. I'm all about that repressed trauma. <laughs> it's awesome. No, just kidding. <laughs> So, speaking of that, do we ever heal from our traumas or at least how do we connect to our traumas in a healthy way? Yeah. Yes, I believe so. I believe that we all we can all heal from traumas. Uh, like I said, coming from the yogic perspective of wholeness, that there is nothing fundamentally wrong with us. Mm-mm. We just go through the challenges of life. Sometimes when we have physical wounds, right? we treat it and mm. wait until it heals. Right. Traumas are also like wounds deep inside our hearts. 
with proper care and time and patience, it will heal. So, so that's how I see it. But it's it's really us believing that we will heal and we will, like I was mentioning a while ago, and we will not succumb into the idea that, oh, the trauma defines who we are now. So, in terms of connecting to our trauma in a healthy way. I think there are many ways, but for me, one is really to cultivate resources, both internally and externally. So when I say cultivating uh, resources internally, it's really remembering our inner power that will help us trust our ability to bounce back and have faith that everything will be okay. Perhaps others will call it resiliency. For me, I I, I call it the, the inner uh, agency or the inner power that all of us have because of that perspective of fullness. So find that mindful practices. Mindful practices are very important uh, resource that can cultivate and can help us develop self-discovery. Perhaps it could be yoga or, or dance or sports. Anything that can move the body will be very helpful too. Or even anything that expresses yourself, like painting or, or, or anything that kind of help in the release of, of you know, uh, whatever uh, is, is being bottled up inside you. Is, is as, as long as there's a process of healthy release is very helpful as well. Mindfulness practices are also important for us because it will help us not to spiral into unhealthy coping habits. Because, I mean, coping habits are coping habits, period. Because that's, that's why addiction also happened, because that's also our means to cope with, with trauma. Yeah. So if we are not mindful, it might be resolved or, or whatever coping habits that, or patterns that we will be developed might be going towards the unhealthy one and that will create again another layer of trauma in the future so externally though find and be with your people i think support system is very very important surround yourself with your most important support system that will be there to listen to you to hug you when you feel so defeated already and also compassionately remind you constantly of your inner power or your agency so for me that's 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 one way to connect to our traumas in a healthy way because there you are supported internally that when it becomes too much you know that okay right now i'll it's okay to be sad and then recognizing acknowledging that right now i'm sad but you know that within you you will be okay and then you are surrounded by people who will just be there for you not necessarily trying to fix you so so for me it it will be really healthy to have that kind of environment so going back to the physical aspect see Bessel van der Kolk's book The Body Keeps the Score is groundbreaking in the sense that it showed us that trauma is not just psychological but impacts us physically as well manifest manifesting as headaches even chronic pain See, si trauma expert Dr. Gabor Mate naman, meanwhile, believes healing our trauma can also heal chronic illnesses because trauma manifests in the body. Would you say this is why we can also heal trauma through yoga and movement? Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with uh, Van der Kook's book, uh, The Body Keeps the Score. I think it's a, one of the most uh, important books to read, especially if we are going through, you know, uh, like our own healing process, uh, because it's it's really that like it there's really the connection or the body mind connection when we are talking about you know the the whole spectrum of stress and trauma. Like how do we respond? There are many ways that we can see that. Like what you already mentioned a while ago, yung headache, severe headache, kahit nga yung mga severe back pains are, are one of the, mm-hmm. the manifestation. So 
There are already numerous studies now that prove the efficacy of yoga and other mind-body practices for trauma recovery. And when we talk about trauma recovery here, they are tackling about cases of PTSDs, the post-traumatic stress uh, disorders, chronic stress, anxiety, depressions, even hypertension and cancer because some of the studies now is really linking this this like cancer for example to severe stress and trauma yeah especially you will hear you will hear a lot of this discussions especially um, uh, also with Dr. Gabor Mate he mm-hmm. talks a lot about that so yoga provides opportunity kasi for release of those mm-hmm. energies and emotions that were stuck in our body because of traumatic experiences so for example there are yoga movement that opens up the front body like back bends mm-hmm. sometimes the pag, pag deep back bends there are some students or or some practitioners that they feel that they they are cry they feel like crying yeah so um, parang all of a sudden, why that emotion? And and that can be because there's a sudden release. Because uh, as like I always discuss in the training, there's a posture of fear and a posture of safety. The posture of fear is when you make your body small. Because when you are fearful, you want to become invisible. So ito yun, when you when you round your back. So there's a I mean with with the survivors that I uh, I met uh uh, in, in, in my classes, you will see that the posture is really that's like mostly rounded back and making themselves like invisible and small. And then suddenly from that, you will open up the body. And then the opening up of the body will will definitely create uh, like a, a, a release of that pent up or stuck uh, energies within the body. Shaking is also one of the manifestation of this release. The shaking sometimes help in the release of this stuck in the muscles. So like, like it's a yoga, diba? Parang we associate uh, uh, shaking because the muscles or, or, or you're still very weak and all of that. But it could also be a way of, of releasing because there are other practices like the TRE, the trauma release exercises that they use uh, they they really encourage the shaking for the trauma release. So yoga is is like I said, it's very good uh, practice and the release process. Uh, the long breath is also a process of purification. But of course, yoga don't stop there, and I think that's why I really advocate for for the 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 yoga practice as part of trauma recovery. Because if we follow the whole idea of uh, in, in yoga, there's what we call the pancha kosha, or basically in English, we just call it the five layers of our being. Yoga usually starts with the physical, uh, uh, like working on the physical, the, the physical well-being, then penetrates the whole energetic, emotional, mental, and wisdom layers towards an inner sense of clarity and fullness. So it it really goes through all of the layers and doesn't really just stop on saying okay release and we're done it's not that it's always recognizing the wholeness of that individual and that's where you know it's like the healing really happens it's when one recognizes that whatever happened to me doesn't define me and 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 for for dr mate saying that uh Trauma is also a matter of sensitivity that there are some traumatic experiences or traumatic events that one person experiences and it becomes traumatic for them. But then the other population or the other person, parang wala naman nangyari sa kanya. Uh, it, it, yes, I guess it's true that trauma is a result of our individual's coping mechanism or, or stress tolerance. And I'll go back to, to what I was saying a while ago, a, a big portion of this is because of the availability of the internal and external resources of that particular individual to be able to cope and not to be overwhelmed uh, on, on that particular experience. So, for example, let's use pandemic. pandemic, Everyone yeah. in the world was affected by the pandemic, mm-hmm. but the response of each individual are so varied. And dami kong right. that was really like they were 
at the lowest point of their lives. They were really, you know, they were really depressed and all of that. And and damning trigger in terms of their PTSDs. But then there's also some friends who were so happy. I mean, and it's not discounting, you know, all the suffering that happened during the pandemic. But for them, it's like that was, you know, one of the best times of their lives because they discovered so much about themselves and their relationships. So, parang bakit hindi pare-parehas na, na, na traumatized? Yeah. It's because of the available resources. Galing. Okay. So, that's the inner, that having that inner agency and power and then having that support system helps yes. you really parang ano, no, uh, cope with uh, challenging or, or traumatic nga situation. Yes, oh, yes, oh, definitely. Yung cultivation of resources, di ba? Parang mm-hmm, kailangan, yes. um, parang we know what we have access to. Balance, to. You have both that inner agency and power in that external environment. Yeah, definitely. That's why I always want to call my offering uh, yoga, like yoga for healing and empowerment. Because mm-hmm. I believe that healing has to go hand in hand with empowerment yeah that finding of inner inner power that is already within us remembering that that you know minsan nakakalimutan natin yun with, with everything that's happening in our lives but once we remember that and get in touch with that then then i think we will be okay we will be okay we will be okay Wow, super, super thank you. Super thank you, Yen. Ang dami kong goosebumps. Oh. Ang galing, ang galing, no? Sabi ko sa'yo, di ba? I was like, oh my God, MFO, I went to a trauma <laughs> training. Now I know how to give everyone trauma. Parang kulang pa nga, let's do another hour. <laughs> Wait, before we end our interview, would you have any more tips or advice to anyone recognizing their need to face their traumas and work on their healing? Yeah, very short na lang. So I just want to end this perhaps with four R's. Yeah. So the first R is resourcing. Move. Try to eat healthier and more compassionately. Follow simple mindfulness practices. And then the second R, rest. Uh, I always say this and the carrots know this. Invest in rest. <laughs> sleep yeah sleep yeah sleep is very important in the healing process i always believe doing nothing is accomplishing everything <laughs> and then the, the 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 third r is regulate breathe just as simple as counting the breath will will really help us ground walk barefoot if you have opportunity Hug a tree if, if that's something that, you know, kahit just, just be with nature, ground with nature is very important. If this is not accessible, it's really just, you know, feeling the soles of your feet on the ground and then just feel that. Like being, be, because it will help us just take that pause. And not to to spiral into whatever's happening in our mind, and soothing ourselves is also very important. Just as simple as you know, taking a a, a hot bath or just hugging ourselves or wearing something uh, that is very soft and just feeling the you know the comfort that it brings us, then that's actually really good in the nervous system regulation. And the last one, as the last R, is reconnecting. Yeah, reconnect. So when I say reconnect, uh, maybe I just want to emphasize that we need to rec- reconnect with our higher self. I call it higher self, or for others, perhaps we call it the divine, or we call it the God, or what the God that we believe in. It's very important to connect to reconnect with that and through that connection we will remember that we are way bigger than any traumas we experience in life oh my gosh oh, standing ovation standing hair standing hair in my standing eyes. hair ovation <laughs> it's so beautiful oh my gosh i cannot think Thank you so much. Oh wow. Thank you. So um 
Yeah. This is amazing. Please um, let our listeners know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, uh, well, uh, the AV108 Yoga School, that's, that's uh, basically where I put all of our offerings. Uh, although uh, I also have my own personal account, which is in the Instagram, which is Yen Nikolic, uh, which I also sometimes mm-hmm. uh, post, uh, you know, more information about, uh, you know, like, trauma-informed yoga or nervous system regulations like like small uh, information about uh you know micro practices on how to regulate the nervous system so i also put it there and of course uh later on i will also be more posting perhaps uh the the whole yoga therapy or trauma-informed yoga therapy so so yeah um that's where you can find me Oh my gosh! Oh my I'll, gosh! Uh, follow you right <laughs> now. <laughs> yes. We will follow you yes. right now. Trauma, no? Trauma is like oh my gosh, trauma. Oh my! Masarap naman pala pag-usapan ng trauma. Yes. Trauma is not taboo. Yeah, trauma is wow. not taboo if you keep talking about it. Oh my God, MFO! <laughs> Ang galing. I was having like goosebumps all the time, like when she would talk. Isn't trauma amazing? No, she's kidding. <laughs> trauma is so cool. Trauma is the best thing ever. No, um, the idea of talking about trauma is so taboo. You're right. Um, but she mentioned that the most natural human response becomes demonized, mm-hmm. and which is why people refuse. Are yeah, refuse or are afraid to talk about it. Um, question themselves. They create, how do you say it? Like, we create self-soothing behavior mm-hmm. that maybe serves us for a period of time, but then in the long run, diba, parang they become, what you call it, bad habits or diba, addictions. Parang, ano, yes, parang self-limiting. Oh, self-limiting beliefs. Ah, ang galing. Oh my God. Just oh <laughs> realize ko, oh my God. So, my shopping before <laughs> was an unhealthy unhealthy coping mechanism pala. And but then I realized, Tita Kay, especially after I did Con Marie, which is a mindfulness exercise, alam mo, I stopped, ex- ano ah, I stopped uh, shopping a lot. So baka na-heal na inner child ko. <laughs> kasi mahal. Matagal na. Mata- Oo, oh, oh, kasi nagastos ko na lahat sa healing. So hindi na ako nagsha-shopping. Diba? <laughs> Ma- magastos, mag-heal ng inner child. Oo, hiniil ko na siya. Um, kasi nga magastos naman siya so lahat ng pang shopping napunta sa healing but because the healing healed the inner child I feel no need to shop so in the end nakatipid pa rin ako oh, see it's all about being a budgetarian <laughs> <laughs> so guys invest on that inner child <laughs> kasi kasi kung siya ipang, ipang siya shopping mo lang siya it will be a bottomless pit. Oo. Diba? Tama. So, mag-healing na tayo. May mga... Di ba? Pag hindi ka pa-healed, ewan ko na lang sa'yo, dami-dami modalities dyan. Sus Mario Invest in the... Oh, oh my God. Ang dami ko na natry ng modalities. What are the crazy... And you know what? Right now, um, there are like a lot of healing modalities, right? And I kind of super get why titas are... Get addicted. <laughs> go kind of bonkers on healing modalities. I think it's all about regulating your nervous system. What you may get from a certain healing modality, I may not uh-huh. get the same thing. So, like, good for you, diba? If, like... So, you're, it's like, yeah, finding your tribe. Yeah. Finding your tribe of healers. Yeah, yeah. Or or activities or, diba, things that, that regulate your nervous system. Mm-mm. So, me naman, I realized that baka may, ano, may... My, my healthy healthy han feeling ko that's a trauma response eh. my obsession with <laughs> with ano intermittent fasting what what supplement should i take yeah. ganyan my ano my whole healthy lifestyle feeling ko it's a trauma response to my mom being obsessed naman with sickness oh i'm sick i'm dying <laughs> ever since i was in grade 3 oh, i'm i'm something in my throat oh my gosh <laughs> Pero yada ba ang galing kasi parang how what how we grew up impacts talaga our adult life eh. our adult decisions. And, and, yes, yes. And with that, 
I see or I think that I'm sort of passing it on to my children, my being mm-hmm. like obsessed with health and like everything, eat healthy. Now, my son is like, no way, mom, I don't want to eat healthy. <laughs> going the opposite way, the so We're going the opposite way. So, wow, if you're not cognizant of that, diba parang you're, you're literally passing it on, pero parang in a different way. So, yeah, so yeah I'm kind of, I'm, I'm working on that. And there is work to be done. There's like stuff to be done. Yeah, yeah. And it's never ending in a way because, diba, hindi naman tayo, we'll never be like 100% perfect. Uh-uh. But at least you know that there are tools. Tools? Uh-uh. Tools uh, to help us heal. Uh-uh. And gusto ko, gusto ko pala yung what she said about, you know, do not let trauma define you. Kasi, oh nga, no, I'm, I'm traumatized versus that was a traumatizing experience or I'm depressed versus I'm I was feeling depressed or I am feeling depressed because one is temporary, the other sentence defines you and you don't want to be defined. Gusto ko yun. Yeah. I really, yeah, that was like, oh nga, I should do that and I should tell the kids, oh, you're not sad, you're feeling sad. Yeah, diba? the words, oh, sorry, go. Yeah, yeah, you were saying, words have power. Words have power that my mom keeps on saying, the, power of the spoken word, be careful of what you say. And you know, it's true, the words you Totoo speak become the house you live in. Yes. So, ang ganda-ganda ko. So, ang ganda natin. Ang firm-firm ng skin ko. I can't believe it. I'm healed. Masarap talaga maging Donya, no? Tita K. Yeah. <laughs> the, the words, words you become speak. you. The words you the speak. The words you speak become you. Oh, wait. So, she also said something about, um, you are, no, I, I can't remember, but it kind of reminded me of our talk with Kyla on human design. You are perfect already, just mm. as you are. Yeah. So yeah, parang you have to like learn how to access that um, inner power, oh, inner oh. agency. Yeah, that inner power. So mga titas, ayan. Ayan. Perfect na pala tayo. Oh. Hindi natin alam. <laughs> Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Yes, Tita MFO and Tita K says you are perfect. Just as you are. Yes, it's not progress, not perfection. It's perfection. <laughs> you are perfection. <laughs> Thank you for listening and hanging out with us. We hope you learned just as much as we did. This is such a fun discussion gives us life let's do this again next time don't forget to follow the show on spotify and apple podcasts this has been the tita project with din and tita k let's chica soon